This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give it to Hall, looking for the end zone, and he, did he get there? He lost the football. And I agree with you, Adam and Greg. If, if that ball breaks the goal line at all, the nose of that ball, it's a touchdown, and the play's dead. And now it has been ruled a touchdown. For the win from 31, Crosby right down the middle. From 21 yards away, Tyler Bass. The kick is good. And it's a game winner. Nail this sucker. Good snap. Good hold. Let's his kick on the way. Oh. And it is off the upright double doink. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe Jaron Hawks are with you on a Monday. A ton of get into reaction to week four in the NFL. We'll look forward tonight to Monday Night Football with the Rams and the 49ers. Uh, some college as well later on. Brad Spielberg, Pro Football Focus. But we start with a crazy Sunday in the NFL. We started at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, a London game. It felt like there were one-point games, three-point games, one-possession games all day long. I mean, that felt like it was a game, a day where you didn't know the outcome, Joe, of every game until right at the end. We had ourselves a sweat in Survivor. We are through with the Vikings. And I, I hated the pick for 90% of the game that I was like, all right, we did it. We're good. We're good. We got through. I hated the pick Friday after the show, hated the pick on Saturday, hated the pick, you know, after the first drive after, well, no, after cousins first pick. So Vikings took a seven, nothing lead. And then it's like, Oh, here's Kirk. Does he think this is prime time because everybody's watching because it's the Island game. Here we go again. And that was a ride. That was a ride all the way to that kick in the end and uh i i'm i'm mad at myself you know we say it all the time whatever you expect in the nfl just just assume the opposite is going to happen mm-hmm. and sometimes you need to bet it that way and all week we talk about how tough it was in survivor and it was i'm not backing down from that at all but at the end of the day when you look at the the largest point spreads they all won they all won they were tough they were sweaty packers won chargers ended up being the sweat uh, the Vikings, that ended up being one of the larger point spreads at four and a half. The Eagles, of course, your Eagles take care of business after falling down 14 nothing. All of them were very sweaty, but the largest point spreads all got through on what appeared to be the toughest week. Should have stuck with my uh, first instincts. My first instincts, which we talked about on Friday, where I picked Minnesota and the Giants in some survivor pools that had early deadlines. But then as I uh, overthought things, and uh, I, I, that's where I made my mistakes. 
I, I, I knew better, but I didn't know. I was just, I just didn't know what to do. I knew better. And I always talk about staying away from divisional matchups. And I went with Indianapolis. They are horrendous. Oh my God. Matt Ryan needs to retire yesterday. He is so bad. <laughs> and, and, uh, and the other one was Pittsburgh, which I thought up a couple scores late in the game. I thought that was safe. And, uh, apparently not. Apparently not. I might have to lay a big number against Kenny Pickett uh, coming up this week, but but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, in the contest, scary start, one and two, but we end up three and two. So good there. Overall, it was an all right weekend, I guess. But hopefully this show survivor thing, uh, we get some run out of this one, Aaron, because uh, that'll make for some good conversation. It was fun. I loved our survivor riding on Kirk Cousins early in the morning, couple cups of coffee. I mean, this is the second week in a row the Vikings have come down to the last minute. We saw it against the Lions, too, last week. Um, but, yeah, that was fun, and I'm so excited that we did advance. Um, so many people knocked out. I was hoping the the all the people who took the Packers would get knocked out to even me too even more. I was <laughs> real. I was trying not to text about it, but I was just like, please, please, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a fun week. The Jags really an improved team under Doug Peterson. I mean, they got to clean up those turnovers, but uh, I thought they looked pretty good. Um, and Derrick Henry, he was actually back, but Jonathan Taylor, ugh, they're a mess over there. They suck. Well, the Colts, I mean, they're terrible. I mean, that, that's yeah. – they're bad. I mean, if not for an interception late last week it's a, and a weird special teams thing, they haven't won a game yet. They've got one win. They play in a short week this week in Denver. I mean, Denver's got their own issues, but Indianapolis has to go on a short week to Denver this week. This Colts thing mm -hmm. might be dead from the jump, and – Aaron mentioned the Jaguars. Joe, I saw you posted the odds this morning in the AFC South after yesterday's fallout. Jaguars are the favorite now despite a loss yesterday, and I agree with it. Mm -hmm. The Jaguars were up 14-0 on the Eagles. Everything went wrong for them yesterday. Lawrence, I, I thought the weather really affected him. You know, no one yeah. could throw the ball yesterday, and that and that was a driving it was a driving storm yesterday. I mean, it was Hurts' worst game by far, but he he had the one bad throw early, the pick six, and then he stopped. Like he just he kind of controlled the game. And had poise about him. Lawrence was just fumbling the ball every five seconds. So, but you take that away, I, I think the Jaguars are fine. That that's a good team. I agree. I agree. The Jags turned the ball over five times, which resulted in 22 points for the Eagles. It was obviously Lawrence's worst game so far, but I think if they, you know, the weather and it's a, they can definitely rebound against the Texans this week. Yeah. I'm not worried about them. You know, we had a lot of yesterday, including Tennessee, Indianapolis, and I would throw Chicago and the New York Giants in there as well. We saw a lot of bad teams facing off. And that's why Survivor was so difficult, right? Because you couldn't, it was tougher to pick on all the bad teams. And then the bad teams that were facing pretty good teams, it was odd situations like Houston and the LA Chargers, right? Like, I don't know, like we'll talk about Seattle, Detroit, but those are two teams that are not all that great facing off as well. But, you know, Colts, while I'm very frustrated, maybe we don't want to overreact. I'm not talking about them winning the division. I'm just talking about betting on them on a week-to-week -week basis. They did have a full yard more per play than Tennessee. Tennessee is still – they're a hard fade team. I will be betting against them. They go up 24-3 to in five minutes and do nothing the rest of the game. Nothing. And Matt Ryan's just trying to give them the football game. Guys, 
We were three and a half games into the season, and Matt Ryan had his 10th fumble. 10th yesterday in the middle oh of that God. game. Like, That's how much longer? can They've got to be having a Nick Foles conversation there. That's how bad it is. I mean, at yeah, least the fan base. And their offensive line is what it was two years ago. So now they've yeah, gone from great offensive line. They can win some games with Brissett and, and Phillip Rivers. Now they've gone to Wentz and now Ryan. It's like it just keeps getting worse because they these quarterbacks can't move now behind this offensive line. It's not very good. I also thought yesterday, big picture, a little bit of order mm-hmm. was restored around the league. Like the Bills figured uh-huh. out how to win a one-score game. Like, all right, like the Bills figured it out. They're too good to keep losing all these close games. I thought the Ravens kind of gave that to them a little bit. Harbaugh going for the fourth down instead of kicking the field goal, just kind of set it up for them. And then the other thing, just for off of last night, can we stop trying to make someone else the best quarterback in football? It's Patrick Mahomes. Every time someone yeah. else has yeah. a good run, like, you know, Allen's a great player, but he still has never beat him in a big game, right? You have Lamar Jackson's a great player. Rogers Lamar did player. nothing in the second half. Nothing, Nothing yesterday. Yeah. Best quarterback in pro football is Aaron. Is uh, excuse me, is Patrick Mahomes? I almost did. It. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Mahomes. Whoa, hey, it's Mahomes. We every Sunday we try to find someone else. It's Patrick Mahomes. He he was the best player in that field last night. Of course, of course, it's Patrick Mahomes. I'm curious to see how those numbers adjust. Allen has been the favorite all off season. He's been the favorite through the first month of the season. At no point have his stats been the best at no point. Mm -hmm. It's like he was anointed. You're the next MVP and people have not backed off of that yet. Well, it's probably time to back off of that. While I just criticize Lamar for putting up a big old goose egg in the second half in a tough matchup, even though the bills defense wasn't all that healthy. um, Lamar's been better. Patrick Mahomes has been better. I'd have to come do the side-by-side with the numbers, but I think Jalen Hurts has been better than Josh Allen, and I love the Bills, and they're going to remain number one in my power rankings. But, you know, it feels like he was anointed, he's a dude, and people are waiting for him to take over and say, see, yeah, no, no, I, he might be the third or fourth best quarterback in the league right now, and that is no slight on Josh Allen. What a terrific story. I've talked about how I think there's going to be a number of organizations that make some mistakes. When they should be moving on from quarterbacks, they're going to keep them around. Like, well, what if we have Josh Allen? Well, what if? Because look at Josh Allen in year one and then year two. And he still struggled here. And look how long it took him. It's like he's going to mess up some organizations a big time to where they just sure. completely bottom out. But I think that's interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about some of these markets in reaction to yesterday, uh, how they've changed. Offensive rookie of the year is interesting because now Pickett's a guy. I don't care what Mike Tomlin says. Pickett's going to start the rest of the season, barring health. So now where do you put him in the mix? Just, I mean, come on. We we circled that game how many months ago? This is when you go to Kenny Pickett. And for no reason, for no reason, you get nothing out of it as an organization. You go to Mitchell Trubisky and he gives you a big fat nothing in the first half. And did you see how pissed Trubisky was postgame? Oh, he was angry. Oh, he's mad. He's not. He's never going to be a QB one again. Uh, Mr. Trubisky, sad yeah. story. <laughs> Circling back to the Josh Allen conversation, I was looking at it from a different perspective. Like you look at the Super Bowl odds, um, Bills four to one, Chiefs seven to one, and I was like, is there that yeah. big of a difference between the Bills and the Chiefs? You know, you could look at the MVP conversation, but also. 
I mean, with Patrick Mahomes, I think they're just as dangerous. It's a good I don't think those are true odds. Those aren't true odds, though, right? Right? I mean, every odds maker, every trader we've talked to from BetMGM this offseason and during the season, they've said they won't stop betting the bills. It doesn't matter what we put the number at. They keep betting the bills. So none of it really matters. I, I don't think those odds are saying this is the probability of winning the Super Bowl. I just think they know that, well, they're betting them at four. So why do we move, have to move them to six? Because they're going to bet right. them anyways. So I, I, I think that's the approach that uh, books are taking there. Yeah, but early on, uh, Aaron, I think it's a pretty big gap. It's those two at the top in the AFC. You know, Baltimore is oh, yeah. dangerous, but but I, that, I think they're below. I think they're below those two teams. I mean, that game started off, I was like, yes, the Ravens might be for real. And then I was like, oh, no, they can't have Mm, nice things either. (laughs) Did did you guys notice that Joe G threw in, in the AFC, not in the NFL? Well, we were talking AFC. We were talking AFC. (laughs) Fly, Eagles, fly. I think it's right. I think it's right. Bills, Chiefs, then Eagles. I think that's fair. I, those two teams are the best teams. They have don't those. ruin, don't ruin our Wednesday bit. I'm just saying, no, no, that's not necessarily power rankings right now. But I think those teams are are the most loaded here. Um, all right, yesterday, yeah. so we had we had that, and then Joe, you you teased it a little bit just from an entertainment perspective. You were on it. You were on it early. Glad you pushed me off of the Lions because the injury factor hurt them. But get it? You know what? How many more points would they have scored with Swift and St. Brown on the field? They scored 45. Like the defense was the problem in Detroit. I I was, my thought was right. I think they could score with that offensive line and giving golf time with any of the weapons. Like they they have a really good offense. That defense is terrible. They can't stop anybody. Will an under hit on a Lions game all season long? No. Do you just blind bet the over every single week? They're now 4-0 to the over. Uh, the over. <laughs> Does anybody have any wild guesses what the over hit by yesterday? In that game? so forty-eight forty-five is what? That's ninety-three points. Ninety-three points. <laughs> yeah. The over had a hit by I don't know 40, 45, 45, 50. 45, 45, 45. and a half. The wow. over hit by forty-five and a half. Oh, uh, zero punts, zero punts by the Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks didn't punt. We're not talking about an elite offense. We're not talking about Mahomes or Allen or any of that. We're talking about Seattle. Look at these numbers. Uh, Rashad Penny went for 151 and two touchdowns. 8.8 yards per play. 10.7 yards per pass. Over seven yards per rush. Seven yards a rush. It's embarrassing. They, they, they have a top flight offense, but they can't stop anybody. They're one and three. The Bears have a better record than them. It's I, I did not see this coming. Uh, like if you told me, hey, uh, the Lions are going to be one and three, not surprised. Hey, the Lions are going to have a really tight point differential. They're they're close in games. They fight till the end. Not not surprised. But if you told me the Lions are a top five offense, that and they're one and three, like that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> that makes no sense. You would think I, I'd like to have hard knocks for this week. You would think after giving up 35.3 points per game after a month, somebody's got to go. Is Campbell going to be forced to fire his defensive coordinator? I don't know. He defended him after the game. He said he's still his guy. He believes in him. They got to clean it up. But at some point, 
right? That's that's kind of your fall guy, right? You're an offensive guy. You're the head coach. If your offense is moving and your team is still playing hard, they're not going to blame you. The blame is going to be on the defensive guy. So that's that's one to watch. But yeah, we might have to blind bet Lions overs. I mean, that offense is humming. They made Geno Smith look like the best quarterback in the league for four hours. It was unbelievable. Well, because he is. Because he that is. That's annoying. <laughs> it's awesome. Right, we got a lot, lot to get into here, including the fallout and futures considerations after week four of the NFL. Are we live with the Falcons in the NFC South? We'll talk about it next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily, right here on the Beck UL Network.